You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is a show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Chelsea Hood, and uh, Chelsea talked about uh, when she lived in New York and dated a guy with a sex dungeon. This week, I sat down with Cassidy Kulhanik, and she told me two stories, um, one of them about a bloody blowjob, and the other um, the other is a story she calls her poo-bortion. So here's Cassidy Kulhanik. This first story happens when I am, let's say, 16 years old. I'm either 16 or 17, but I'm pretty sure I'm 16. And I'm dating my, like, first serious boyfriend. And we date for, like, two years and do all of the, like, formative things that you do in a high school, like, teenage relationship. And I am... What the fuck is going on? It might be your... Do you want to try to plug that? Just try to plug your mic in. Yeah. Yeah, that is what it is. God damn it. Better? Yeah. Okay. Maybe just careful not to, like, okay. I'll move it all, it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be stiff like a statue. Okay, yeah. Um. Okay, let's just... Do you mind? Let's just start over. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> just from... And then here we go. Okay, so... <laughs> take my shirt off I'm are you boiling hot <laughs> that's totally fine <laughs> I ate a burger it's not sitting amazing oh no I'm sorry if you need to pause at any point feel free no no it's like I just feel like I just have the meat sweats mm, fun okay, anyways. um okay so this first story takes place when I am like 16 years old and I'm dating my first serious boyfriend at this point in time and we are like very teenager in love and we are doing all the teenager things like finding ourselves and experiencing sexuality for the first time and stuff like that and all of this is i'm sorry a beautiful time oh very beautiful definitely not awkward um very (laughs) fun nothing weird happened (laughs) nothing was weird nothing was uncomfortable everything came naturally and everybody (laughs) came every time it was awesome um but we did most of these things in the back of my jetta and <laughs> we were in the back of my Jetta one night and we pulled over on the side of the road as teenagers are wont to do. And we got into the back of my Jetta and I decided that for the first time in my boyfriend's life, he was going to receive a blowjob and I was going to be the person giving it to him. <laughs> There's nobody else the, in the car. Those are so in- intimidating. The first, I remember being like, okay and I'm like kind of like get inching down and then wh- wanting to be like maybe I should come back up but like it was so scary there's something so animal like about a penis that you haven't like encountered before like it very They're, they are intimidating yeah, yeah. they they have they they have like their own little lives and they you don't kinda, I do remember being like a little scared of them and being like what the fuck is this I like, still feel that way and <laughs> and, yeah, and like come I was like Jesus <laughs> that's so embarrassing that you did that dude like can <laughs> you not i didn't but, know what to do when it would come out i would just kind of like try to like hold my hand over so it wouldn't like go ever. it was oof. Right. God, like you made a motion some. with your hands like you were mashing it <laughs> I basically just like was. putting it back in you drop this take yeah. it back in. <laughs> uh, i uh so i was i was in the back of this jetta with this high school boyfriend of mine who will not be named um <laughs> 
And I decide to give him his first blowjob. And I am downstairs doing the thing. And at some point, I come up for air. And I look at him. And his face falls. And he goes pale. And I'm like, what's wrong? And then I look down. And he's covered in blood. And then I touch my face and I'm covered in blood and it doesn't immediately register to either of us what is happening. So he thinks that I have somehow (laughs) destroyed his, I've (laughs) mutilated his penis in his mind. And I guess he was like, I guess he thought he was in shock or something and he couldn't feel it. He was freaking out. He started screaming. I started screaming. And then we realized that I had a nosebleed. (laughs) Um, And what I had done is just bleed all I w- between all of the saliva and gunk of sex in my face, I just like didn't register that I was bleeding, oh. and so I had bled profusely all over his lap and all over myself. <laughs> and uh, after we realized what was happening, he was like he was like a Boy Scout, so he went like full Boy Scout mode and like <laughs> did the like nose pinch and everything, and tilted me back, and everything was fine. Um, Wait, when you came up, had he come? No. Okay. I was like coming, coming up, up for up air, and like, no. That would be quite a mix. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, uh, he did not come then, and I, the story pauses there and then picks back up years later in my early twenties. I was hanging out with him, and we were talking, and um, conversation led from one thing to another, and we ended up talking about this, and he told me that never in his life had he been able to reach orgasm from a blowjob after that. <laughs> and oh no. I, when he told me this, I was like, surely that's not my fault. And he <laughs> was like, no, it is most certainly your fault. Because <laughs> apparently I really scarred him that day by bleeding all over him. But you know what, though? I don't think it's your fault because I don't think it's I've I've heard other guys be like I can't come from a blowjob like it like it feels good but it's they can't come okay Jenna well that's a really weird way for you to tell me that you're bad at blowjobs but I don't usually (laughs) have that problem I super am (laughs) (laughs) I I can count on one hand the amount of times I've blown someone to completion but it's just it's just nothing nothing I like to do (laughs) it's just so tiring after like five minutes no I know I'm like I'm fucking bored I like can I get some like like a book on tape or something I want a video game I want like a little Game Boy (laughs) <laughs> down there. it's too long and also i like have after i got braces in high school i i get my jaws like kind of fucked up mm-hmm. from the braces so like my like can you hear oh that's good yeah that's my jaw for the listener um but it, so like it, it does get really stiff and tired and it's like yeah I, I don't have a i don't have a very long time in me i also just like don't have that many things in my mouth to work with like it's mostly tongue and lips and i can't really do a whole lot of good I with my teeth i have a shallow throat like, yeah <laughs> I do not like the whole throat thing either. I'm like, it's I, it's a I've I've said this before, but I give a very leisurely blowjob. I'm pretty laissez-faire about yeah, it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not working. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> and now you do me. <laughs> <laughs> My turn. I uh, I I I feel like they have their time and place, but I. Maybe I'm giving away too much of myself here, but I mostly use them as a manipulation tactic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not what I thought you were saying. <laughs> I was like, I want something, so here we go. <laughs> really? Yeah, sometimes. Interesting. What kind of stuff do you get? Oh, like uh, sometimes I get a breakfast out of it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, like a 
a muffin. That's <laughs> <laughs> how so I get orders at coffee shops. <laughs> Look at him like a Door latte dash. and drop them. Yeah. <laughs> if it was short then that's great but it's like i can't be blowing someone for if there's someone that doesn't come easily it's like i hate this too also i will say the come i remember one time where i slurped it down it was really easy other than that it's like taking a shot where i'm like like yeah (laughs) i'm well i'm also bad at taking a shot i guess lots of people are good at it but i also am bad at that I uh, I feel like it's kind of oyster like. You just gotta like Ugh. like pinch your nose and tilt your head back. Yeah, and take it. It's like um, sour kind of. Yeah, I or actually that's not the right word, but you, oh, I totally know what you mean. Like, it's kind of like acidic. Yeah, um, there's. I don't know Baking if you've ever. Soda? Yeah, am I, am I that crazy? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but uh, restaurants will sometimes clean out their um, their ice makers with bleach. And I can always tell when a restaurant has, like, recently done that because it will, uh, like, if they didn't wash it out well enough afterwards, there will be, like, this residual taste from, like, the cleaning stuff. And it tastes like cum when you get, like, water at a restaurant that has just cleaned (laughs) their ice things. It always tastes like cum. Oh, I actually ordered this water without cum. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I actually also think portobello mushrooms. (laughs) Interesting. There's some tree that blooms in Chicago in the spring and my roommate always be like ugh, there's one of those gum trees and i was like what are like, they dogwoods it smells like cum oh, i man. think they're the ones with the white flowers yeah i think those are dogwoods they're it, it's so funny because like half the people i know that talk about them say that they smell like cum and the other half that i know that talk about them say that they smell like period so interesting maybe, maybe men and women have more in common See, than we think i and i don't really i just haven't spent that much time with cum honestly that's why i was like i was like is that is that what cum smells like i don't Usually I get, usually not it's, sniffing it. I mean, I, I should I'd say I do spend a lot of time with it, but yeah, not around my nose. Usually. Right. I yeah. usually kind of aim it right up in the old. <laughs> yeah. Face. Yeah. I try to, yeah. sometimes I, sometimes I aim elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I've had it hit a wall before, but, uh, I've never tried to sniff it. <laughs> no. I'm just never taking a whiff. But I'm kind of curious. I'm like, maybe I will sniff it. Hmm. I just want to be in on the conversation. Hmm. Could be like a little little moisturizer or something. Just like it probably is good for you. I mean, like, or maybe that's just something like GQ made up, where they're like, yeah, rub it in, it's healthy. <laughs> Eat it, it's got protein. <laughs> I feel like it can't be that different from like stem cells. It has to have benefits. <laughs> it pro- I mean, I would, I, I believe it. I mean, it's not crazy enough. This to be is true. science. Yeah. <laughs> Me ordering, I'm ordering some cum on eBay later tonight. <laughs> Sick! I love that. I love that they're selling that now. I love that they've I'm sure diversified. They are. I mean, come on, they are. Maybe not on eBay, but you can buy cum for sure. I wonder how much would you pay <laughs> you for cum? Yeah, you could go to sperm bank. You could go to sperm bank. You open a eating it, account. but they they can't stop you from eating it. <laughs> You <laughs> treat it like a froyo place. Oh my god! I have a checking account at the sperm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How much would you pay for like a Dixie cup of cum? Well, I mean, I, I was doing a bit. I was simply would not want want that in my life. But like, I would probably pay for it. What would you do with it? Art, arts and crafts. Well, honestly. This is actually becoming really interesting as like a performance art thing where you buy a cup of cum in a Dixie cup. And I'm intrigued now, but um, I mean, I get that stuff for free pretty regularly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, brag. That's cool. I'm kind of a slut. <laughs> um, no, I would, I, I'm lonely, so I would buy a, cup of, a Dixie cup of cup, which would solve that problem. And what, what's the price tag that you put on it? 
for the listeners, oh, if anyone's damn. selling. For the listeners, <laughs> if anyone's selling cum, I would pay a cool, uh, I would pay like a, like a tenner. Like a oh, okay, for, that's yeah. reasonable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you could. That's a side hustle. There are people like me out there willing to pay for it, and I know that there are w- people willing to pay more. So, oh, absolutely. I saw a TikTok of this woman who made her living f- selling her farts in jars. Okay, that's brilliant. Yeah, and she was like, <laughs> the whole TikTok was like, "Here's what I eat in a day as a girl who sells her farts in a jar," <laughs> and then she's <laughs> eating like Brussels sprouts and like fucking mm. like and like um, plain yogurt. <laughs> really, like incredible. Getting it go. Oh my god. I. She puts little flower petals in with the fart. Okay, see, here's the thing. What's the half life of a fart? Because I feel like by the time a lot somebody asked that in the comments, really, and it, it's not that long. It's like she said, like she tries to. Uh, I think it's like four days it's not very long you gotta sniff it fast you can't save it okay well i guess four days is enough to get it to a the shipping a, must be outrageous though oh yeah you gotta overnight that yeah <laughs> you gotta pack it so that it doesn't break and <laughs> yeah man she well didn't she stop didn't she have to like go to the hospital or something wait really i think that she got hurt because she was farting too much <laughs> <laughs> which is that i mean to fart when you to fart, to like force it yeah i can see how that would she's probably got great abs I, I mean, she was, like, hot. That was, I think that was, like, the whole thing. Is yeah. Like, oh, farts from a hot. I don't know. People are going to pay me not to fart. Yeah. <laughs> People are could, could you please stop that? We're, yeah. We're in a very crowded area. Can you, I'll give you $10 if you stop. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think that there's a market for me to sell farts or buy farts, but. I don't not I don't I, I believe in people who have that as a passion I do I get them. it I get why like I, I get the like per like it's like so wrong it's I, I feel like that's like the thing they're like ooh, it's ooh like the like icky. taboo of it yeah <clears throat> yeah also I remember talking to somebody who um she was selling like nudes and stuff and this one guy that like she'd got like a bunch of business from was like hey can you um shit in a Tupperware and mail it to me <laughs> and I can't remember I think I can't remember if she did it or not. Was it specifically Tupperware? Well, yeah, just because you can't really mail loose shit in a box. You could poop in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> well, I yeah, but I guess you know you'd want the integrity to be. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, okay, it's it's shit that you're sending me, but it's got to be packaged nicely. <laughs> It's a bubble wrap in there. <laughs> Gift wrap it. It comes in one of those big lush boxes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they still would still want the shape, I guess, but I, mm. I don't know. Um, it's like you mail that in the summer. That's that's a winter time purchase, I think. You got to get one of those uh, those refrigerated shipping containers from like yeah. Jenny's ice cream. Yeah, get some dry ice in there. Yeah. <laughs> Send it like an organ. <laughs> Damn, we are really working on the logistics of this right now. I love that. We've got a business opportunity in front of us and we are taking charge. Oh, I sh- my shit schedule is so like all over the place. I would never be able to 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 work this into my like girl boss <laughs> side hustle because I'd be like I'd be like, oh, I'm shitting now. Like, <laughs> you just got to keep a bag on you at all times. Yeah, I guess. So. You can wear a diaper. Sure. Yeah. That'll be <laughs> no. problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. No was, new problem. You know what you can do? Get the the, the dog shit bags because then people just think it's dog shit. Yeah. Why you would have it with you at the bar, that would be another story, but you'd be like, I haven't seen a trash can yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 11. Yeah, I have, to, I have to carry it all over the place. There's no fucking trash cans <laughs> oh, in this sorry, city. Oh, sorry, I'm a good person. I get through this. Sorry, I'm not in New York and the trash isn't <laughs> just on the streets where I can get to it. It does fuck me up when I see, because uh, just today I walked past 
bagged dog shit on the sidewalk. And I was like, you got so close. <laughs> and you dropped that on the sidewalk? Sicko. I love seeing when people on trails do that, but when they specifically like tie it up into yes, like a bush or something. Oh, to a <laughs> ew. It's just like, why'd you tie it here? Leave yeah, it here. It's just like a, the worst pinata. <laughs> Yuck. Ugh, some people. Oh my god. Some people. Um, speaking of which though, what so tell me about the poo abortion. Poo abortion <laughs> story. Okay, this happens later. This happens in my early twenties. I was like twenty three. And I was How old are you now? I keep being I'm twenty I'm almost twenty nine. Mm. Yeah. Um, so this was uh, about seven years ago, six, seven years ago. Um, and I was dating a person who lived uh in another city who lived about two hours away from me um i was living in auburn alabama at the time and my boyfriend was living in birmingham alabama and i would drive up and go stay with him for a couple days at a time and visit him and uh sometimes i would go during the week and he would have to go to work during the day and i would just like hang out at his apartment and like watch tv like play video games things like that um until he got home and then we would like go out and do things um, well, I was at his place at one point and, uh, he was at work and his roommate was at work and my tummy started to get a little rumbly. And I, at this point in my life was, I, I've always like not been a very regular pooper. Um, but at this point in my life, I was still eating meat and I was still eating red meat. Um, and that was really hard on my body. <laughs> yeah. I was eating meat with like literally every meal and I was pooping Oof. like once a week and it was <laughs> horrible. Every single shit that I took was earth shattering. And <laughs> this is, you're really preaching to the choir on this. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm, I'm a very infrequent shitter and it's like, uh, it's, I'm like, I'll shit like in one sitting, like two shits that I think separately would have been a big deal for someone else yeah you know like <laughs> yeah I'm a multi-flusher for sure and I <laughs> I um it was like my body would just like save it up and be like all right here we go here's the whole day <laughs> yeah yeah for sure it was a problem um it was it was it was a good time of my life uh but I would I would take these like giant earth shattering shits like once a week and I felt my tummy starting to get rumbly when I was at his apartment one day and he was at work and his roommate was at work and I go to his bathroom and I take what is still to this day I think the biggest poop I've ever <laughs> taken in my life. It was uh, like I after this poop it was so big that now like I check the size of like toilet bowl holes like <laughs> stuff like that like if it seems like it's too small now Look I'm like uh, yeah exactly I'm like I can't clearly this is not gonna agree with me so I need to find a better bowl um but I took this giant 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 poop and I go to this is also how I learned that you should flush throughout the poop not just yep. at the end mm -hmm. big lesson um, but it's hard because if there's other people around then they know what a big shit you're that's it that's always for me the like if i'm in a public restroom and i flush like three times then everyone the jig is up you know yeah but. yeah it's you really got to pick your battles yeah because i i did not flush mid go at this point i waited until the very end and when i went to flush it did not go down and the toilet bowl was so full that you like could not see bottom <laughs> it was like above the top of the water it was like emerging 
and I went to flush the toilet and absolutely nothing happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's not good. So I tried to flush it again and then it started like pushing up yeah. and I started to freak out and I was like, okay, well, this is a solvable problem. I will just unclog this toilet. So I start looking through my boyfriend's bathroom and he does not have a plunger. And Man. I know, I know. And he doesn't have any kind of like toilet uh, accoutrements <laughs> <laughs> for which to work with. And I go to his roommate's bathroom. His roommate also does not have a plunger and also does not have like a toilet wand or anything like that. And so I'm now fully freaking out because <laughs> they are going to get home at like four or something. It's like 345 <laughs> and I am like... I don't know what to do. I can't, I didn't have keys to their place, so I couldn't leave to go buy a plunger and come back. Um, and I'm freaking out. And so after running around the apartment, trying to figure out what I could do to unclog this toilet, finally the idea occurs to me that like my boyfriend exclusively used wire clothes hangers. <laughs> and so I was like, I know that wire clothes hangers have historically had alternative uses. <laughs> and I was like, maybe I can, you know, maybe I can practice like my foremothers practiced with wire <laughs> hangers, but on this toilet. So I unfurl this wire hanger. I like completely unwrap it. And they're hard to unwrap. Too. They're hard to unwrap. They're, they're much sturdier than they look. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They, it was, it was, a, it was a, it was an ordeal for sure. I, I unwrap this wire hanger and I just start fucking stabbing, just <laughs> like going at it, just stabbing as much as I can and like trying to break this poo up. And it takes me like 25 minutes of stabbing this poo into little pieces and flushing it over and over and over oh, again. God. And eventually, uh, Eventually, I after after a lot of work, I stabbed it enough to where it had broken down into tiny pieces and was able to flush. But then I was stuck with this like poo covered coat hanger. Yep. And been there when you're stuck with the tool. And what are you gonna do with it? What are you gonna do? That's right. I've I've been I've been there, but it was like a pen, so it wasn't too high. You could throw it, but still, you're like I got a shit covered pen. This sucks. <laughs> you, know, you don't want it. Yeah. So but, I. But a coat they're really unwieldy. <laughs> yeah, it was a it was a big coat hanger, and I I was like I don't know I don't know how to dispose of this properly. I I put it in their trash can, and it immediately rips the trash bag open <laughs> when I try to like pull the trash bag out. So it rips this trash bag open, and now there's like trash everywhere, and I have this like poo hanger, <laughs> and I have like a trash bag to clean up and stuff, and uh. <laughs> I I'm like freaking out because my boyfriend and his roommate are going to be home at any minute and I end up like cleaning up all of this trash and picking up the poo hanger and like neatly folding it and oh, oh god it was so gross <laughs> I like was like well it's gonna shred the bag if I leave it unfurled so I like had to refold this poo hanger and shove it down into the bag and then shove all of the other things from the other bag into that bag and I go to take the trash out and I'm in like like pajamas or something like very very not dressed to be out in public uh and it's like four in the afternoon and I go to take the trash out and I like locked myself out of the apartment <laughs> and my boyfriend comes home 
and I'm just sitting like on my phone because I knew I would be home soon. So I wasn't freaking out that much at that point. But I'm just sitting on the front porch or the stoop, his doormat at his apartment and uh, like playing on my phone. And he's like, why are you outside? And I was just like, dude, you don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. You don't want to know. A lady never tells. A lady never tells. <laughs> and I I never told him that all of this happened. He has no idea that all of this happened. But it like, even though no one involved ever found out about it, it was so upsetting and traumatizing <laughs> for me. I yeah, it's it's a story that has really stuck with me and it really taught me a lot about like how to appropriately poop for <laughs> the rest of my life. I definitely know that fear where you're like Oh my! That, that, it reminded me of um, I can't remember if I've told this story before. This is one where I go. It's almost too embarrassing to tell, but I'm just gonna do it anyways. But I, I was in Cincinnati with some comics, and so we did this bar show, and then after we're hanging out, and I, I'm like, I try to shit at home. I don't really like shitting out in public. I'm getting better at it, but so like I don't want to. But I'm, we're staying at some guy's house, and I'm like, oh, this is my only time to shit. So, and there's these bathrooms that were like in the like bottom room of the bar and like nobody was down there so I I go and take a, quite a sizable shit in this bathroom and I go oh, good that's over with won't have to worry about that and I same thing flush literally nothing happens like like the water doesn't even like stir like the toilet is broken mm-hmm. no water in the tank and I don't know this is what was so weird is that like when I when I got upstairs and told uh it was Lil, I was with her I told Lil what I did she was like why did you think that was the better? Because to me, leaving a huge turd in the toilet by itself was like unconscionable and I couldn't. And so instead, <laughs> that's really bad. I took a, there was like a coaster in the, in the bathroom with me for some reason. <laughs> I, like a round coaster that was like sitting on the top of the toilet paper for some reason. I used the coaster and, and then I used the bag, like the tampon bag that was empty and kind of slapped it into the t- <laughs> into the tampon bag, and I tied it up, and then I threw it in the garbage in the bathroom. And Lil was like, "Literally, why would you ever think a human turd in the bathroom garbage was better than you?" But in the toilet. And I was like, I was up there, like I was like, I I literally don't know. I just panicked, and that was the first thing I did. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man, you really did go the like doggy bag route. Yeah. That's oh, amazing. Yeah. That's so good. I have not I have not taken the opportunity to physically handle my poop Ugh, yet, but I'm sure that I will. Is not even the only time I did that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't have time for that other story. <laughs> At our live show, um, the audience can submit their own disgusting stories to be read on stage anonymously. And these are some of those stories. Ooh. Um, so this one says, I'm allergic to latex and non-latex condoms plus my pussy juices create what my boyfriend and I describe as pussy sand. <laughs> a, sand-like, <laughs> a sand-like substance that stays in the sheets for days and days and days. This does not happen if we fuck without a condom, question mark. And my latex condom girlies have not had this problem, so I don't know what to do. <laughs> are we are we giving advice on this? I, I mean, I have none to give. I don't. I have know. none to give either. I you know what it did make me curious about though. Have you ever used the lambskin condoms? No, I have not. They kind of scare me. Well, it's like literally like intestine. 
intestine. Yeah. It's the lamb's intestine. Right? Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't love that. I don't love that either. It feels like I mean, I that doesn't belong in my pussy. Is too, but I don't like, I, I don't know. Sausage also doesn't belong in my pussy. No, certainly not. <laughs> Although, <laughs> boys. I was going to say, somebody, <laughs> there's definitely a, an eBay buyer out there for, <laughs> for that. Yeah. yeah. I, um, could, uh, I could make money off that. I, um, no, I've just, I've never used, I just have gotten the regular, not regular, but the, although I did have a bad experience with a flavored condom because I'd used it for penetrative sex. And actually you're probably not supposed to do that, they say, because mm. of the sugars. Yeah. And so I, I swelled up to thrice my size. It was bad. Okay, so, brag. <laughs> no, <laughs> brag about like, it. It was seriously one of the most like, <laughs> like I remember like. I was like, Toller, is it bad? And he looked, and like, he like really was like, oh my, he was like, Jesus Christ. He, was like, he couldn't even like hold it. And he was like, yeah, it's bad. Oh my God. It was bad. Um, okay. Here's another one for you. Mm. Um, okay. This one, this one's kind of a, kind of a journey. Oh, this one's really gross. Actually, I forgot about this one. I'm excited. It's, this one is, oh, sounds quite, paints quite a mental picture okay um i started off as straight in college and i had a boyfriend and then they did a little like frowny face <laughs> um i told him that i liked it when he had sex with me without a condom because it would make penetrative sex end more quickly um which is kind of sad but oh i'm burping sorry uh, oh, yeah. oh, I please don't edit that out no oh, pfft. you think i edit this no. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay. Um, anyway, we were horny college kids and had sex all the time. I frequently got yeast and bacterial infections from all the friction and germs. One day I woke up so incredibly itchy that I braved holding a mirror to my lovely, norm- normally flexible genitalia. But something was different. My labia did not so easily come apart. This is when it gets really um, kind of uh, poetically written. Um <laughs> I employed my fingers to pry these bad girls apart, and that's when I saw it. Every single crevice was caked with this white, cheesy substance. I grabbed a tissue in a panic to wipe it all clean. Upon contact, the tissue got stuck to the cheesy mozzarella melting at the entrance of my baby oven. Did Joan Didion write this? (laughs) (laughs) I ran off into the bathroom and frantically wet a bunch of Q-tips and returned to my workstation to resume my mirror position. I then spent 17 minutes meticulously cleaning every nook and cranny of my vaginal opening. From that point on, I required he showered before we had sex. That is, until I started only having sex with women. (laughs) I have got to be honest, I have had that exact same experience. (laughs) I really have. I got, like, the worst yeast infection of my life after having sex with someone, uh, like, years ago. And it was... I, I've had, I have unfortunately had like many yeast infections in my life. Me too. That yeast infection was like, it was like I had opened a fresh tub of cottage cheese. Oh. Like it was, it was insane. I've had some interesting, um, I could scoop chart. it out. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it just like hurts too. It's just like yeah. so raw and like, yeah. Ugh. I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like you look at me wrong and I'm getting, like, BV for some reason. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had uh, an emotionally unavailable improv guy that I was seeing, and (laughs) (laughs) he he struggled with jock itch, and that 
in turn gave me insane bacterial vaginosis that I struggled with for like nine months. I had a baby of BV. Yeah, it's hard to kick it sometimes. I and also they say that like I don't know if you have an IUD, but that can make you more susceptible to like yeast infections and BV and mm, stuff. So. Fun. I'm getting my first IUD soon. Um, Which but, what kind? Uh, I'm getting the not the copper one, the other one, the hormonal one. Yeah, I will say I talk about this all the time on this podcast, but I had a rough like six months on the hormonal one. Oh no, it was pretty gnarly. And then after that, even out, I never get my period anymore, which was fun. Um, <clears throat> but the beginning was hard. Mm. I don't know if you've ever have you ever had to use boric acid? No. Okay. What's that? So I so I was dating this woman when I first moved to Chicago. We dated for like a year and we like got into this horrible cycle where we were just passing BV oh, and yeast infections back and forth. Uh we were really about sharing. And uh <laughs> In order to finally kick my like comorbid yeast infection and bacterial vaginosis, I was dating her and I had a boyfriend at the time. So I had a boyfriend and a girlfriend and uh, I had to to use boric acid to get rid of it. And the way that you use it is it's, it's a vaginal suppository of like acid that melts in your vagina and kills all of the things inside of it basically. But when you are using boric acid uh in your vagina like that it makes your vagina poison like no one can have sex with you or go down on you because you can kill them and so i had this like fuck yeah i had this like insanely toxic pussy for two weeks and like no one was allowed to touch me that's kind of that would kind of be like a i feel like that's like in like a spy movie that's like the way she like kills yeah very him. like very assassin seduces him and sits on his face and he dies <laughs> who would ever catch me yeah <laughs> that's yeah. that's what i wish james bond was something more along that line but when we get the first female james bond it's gonna happen it's gonna be a lot of yeah, pussy warfare <laughs> um <laughs> wow okay let's see i'll read you one more oh, fun <laughs> Oh, these are also long. Oh, okay. This is kind of a fun one. Um, <laughs> okay. This is a little short one to end with. Um, okay. I was having sex and he asked if I was close. And I said, yeah, I was not, but I did have to pee. So I pretended to come and peed in his bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so that much. That one is like, there are other, op- there are way, there are a few other options, but I mean, that's. <laughs> that one because you really like took a stand and i feel like that theater was kid i bet <laughs> yeah i just feel like that's like that's feminism is what that is yeah take a, take a hot piss in his bed <laughs> fake an orgasm and piss in his bed that's He's like, like gloria steinbuck <laughs> oh yeah he probably felt so good he told yeah he, he, he messaged the group chat <laughs> i'm a god <laughs> i've like come close to peeing during sex just because the angle was bad and i had to yeah you punched in the so, bladder yeah, yeah so I could see it happening accidentally. I, I've never been one to pee on purpose during sex, but you know what? Some people might deserve or want that. So, a lot of people actually do want. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people really like that yeah. Kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And that's just another thing going in the uh, the old eBay store. <laughs> yeah, I got jarts of jarts. jarts. <laughs> okay, but that's a good name. Jarts, <laughs> jars of farts, jars of jarts. pee, Com. jars of poo. Jarts.org. <laughs> Jarts. Jarts from my jorts. <laughs> <laughs>
Our live story comes from Chelsea Hood. Um, Chelsea is a Chicago comic, and uh, she actually teaches a stand-up class at the Lincoln Lodge if you want to learn how to do stand-up from her. Um, you can check that out. This was recorded in January of 2022. Here's Chelsea Hood. Hi, how are you guys?
But the first time I stayed there, he just had like soft cuffs that pulled up from each corner of the bed. Do we know what those are? Of course we do. They're fan if you don't know, let me change your fucking life. <laughs> um, it's like an X of elastic that goes underneath your mattress, and then there are soft padded Velcro cuffs that come from each side. And it's like, oop, surprise, you're tied up. <laughs> How fun. <laughs> are you cool with this? I better be, bitch, I'm in New Jersey. <laughs> we're, in, we're far away. Um, so that was the first time and it was great. And um, on our second date, the, the server asked us how long we'd been married. And I was like, okay, we have a vibe. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, the next time I went out there, uh, his grandfather, um, Brad, living grandparents, <laughs> uh, had painted his living room. And I'm from the Midwest, so I was like, I gotta make him a pie. <laughs> Rhubarb, I'm no slouch. Hey! I'll see you in the back. Yes, thank you for knowing the best fucking pie. Hey! <laughs> oh, that hurt. I split my clit with the air. Just kidding. Um, doing bits. We're doing bits. Uh, so the soft cuffs were like a how cool are you? You know what I mean? It's like, hey, do you smoke weed? <laughs> and you're like, yeah, for sure. And they're like, do you want to do PCP? <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he had like this, like, um, uh, he knew that I did stand up, so he would like put on like old, like, uh, like old comedy videos in black and white, and then like also play good music. The guy had fucking moves, okay? <laughs> you have to when you're a five foot two Italian from Jersey. You gotta have a lot of fucking moves. Um, but it also explained why he was like, I'm dominant! <laughs> I was like, sure you are. <laughs> uh, but we were in his basement, and um, I'll tell you more about this later, but I'm a carpenter, so I was like, is that a false wall? And he was like, a what? <laughs> dimensionally like this room should be like 20 feet longer <laughs> and he was like it is and I was like are there guns in there you know like I, I, at this point I'm trying to find out if he's in the mob but I like know he is you know because like he owns a pizza place <laughs> we go he goes well I mean you were cool with the cuff so if you're into it if you want to like explore a little bit I do have a room that has like some toys <laughs> toys is a fucking understatement. That's a whip, bitch. That's not a toy. That is a fucking, those are chains. Are you joking? Ten minutes later, I'm like suspended from the ceiling. I'm like, Wahoo! Oh my god, light is a feather, right? Oh my god. Also, I'm a carpenter. This isn't a stud, right? You didn't just put this in drywall with anchors. This is gonna hold my big ass, are you sure? I just want to make sure that this doesn't become like a dirtier kind of party because I'm not cleaning that up. And um, I mean, he fully, yeah, I mean, he suspended me from his ceiling. He had like a cage ceiling. It was like really good. I don't know. I mean, it's like, see how these are like rafters? Uh, essentially, um, they're trusses for the floor above us, but it's fine. I can explain it to you guys later. Um, he had like a grate suspended from that, and then you could just be like chained up part of the way. You got like a bar spreader. You're like, what the 
fuck. Um, I had the entire shit fucked out of me for like 12 hours. And the next morning, I was like, I'm gonna keep the titty harness on for fun. And I stepped into his boxer shorts and I went out to make pies for his grandfather. Like how, I mean, Midwest is best, bitch. And so I'm doing that and um, who knew his mother had a key? Are you shitting me? That's a small thing. They're small. I'm, that's a vulnerable moment. That's a lot of titty for a tiny nipple. And it is hanging out of a black leather harness and like Hanes boxer briefs. I don't know. Unlike Jenna, I don't tuck my panties under the pillow. They're gone. They're forever. They might also be on the ceiling of the basement. I don't know what the fuck happened to them. I stole yours now. It's like sweatshirts for sluts. Um, so I'm standing in his kitchen rolling out pie for this woman's father in a sex harness. <laughs> we broke up. He wore a, he, he's married to a woman with really long nails now and I think that they're happy. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, I already know how good you're getting it. So. I mean, that's the thing, is like, guys get so weird about dick size, it's like, you really just gotta work for it. It doesn't matter. I mean, I do want it to touch both sides, like, call me a size queen, but like, outside of that, I'm pretty cool with a lot of things. I fucked a guy that was in town to um, film the main stage at Lala, Bragg. <laughs> and... His fingers were so big that I was like, I don't know if I can handle your dick. <laughs> Thanks for ruining my brand new comforter. That was from Home Goods. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, I'm getting my period. And then I was like, no, everything's too big. <sighs> don't we love them? Oh god, we love the really big ones sometimes. And then we're like, ouch, just kidding. <laughs> Ariana Grande walks side to side, but I'm gonna have to take the day off tomorrow. <laughs> I am fully, uh, I'm fully a carpenter during the day. That's my day job. Yeah, women get grilled. Uh, women get very excited, and I don't think it's because. I mean, I look. I fucked a couple women in college. Not totally my thing. I played rugby. You have to <laughs> to make the team. You eat a pussy in front of the rest of the team. It's crazy. <laughs> And they were like, she's got good defense. We're gonna bring her in. It's a staunch bitch right there. She's built like a brick shit house. She knows to get in there. But I, uh, <laughs> I fully uh, am a carpenter now. And whenever women get excited, sorry, my eerie bra strap slipping. <laughs> I said it. Um, 38 wearing Aerie. Doesn't it feel wrong? <laughs> Anybody else? But they're the only ones that are in the highest in her band. I'm like, okay, we'll take it. <laughs> I'm young and fresh too. <laughs> Here's the thing about being a carpenter that they don't tell you. Um, it is a filthy job, but uh, did you guys know that um, porta potties freeze in the winter in Chicago? <laughs> you work in a, are you a tradesperson? No, you just know they freeze? Yeah, so, um, I had, first of all, normally they like bring these like hoses in and they like stick the hose in the porta potty and they suck all the shit out of the porta potty and then they're like, we filled her back up, have a good day. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that that's.
they did. Um, and I had my period, and I was like, well, what do I do with this little guy? <laughs> Jenna was just like, you have to have a, a fucking toilet in your bathroom. There's no toilet in a porta potty. Or, I mean, there's no fucking bat, like trash can. You have to have a trash can? Oh my god! You gotta have a trash can in your bathroom, not your porta potty. You guys are losing it. Okay. I'm from Wisconsin because it just makes me more likable. <laughs> no, so there's no, there's no to put your trash in a porta potty. It is the trash. You are in the trash. Okay? I'm pissing on a frozen shit mountain. I don't know where to put this thing. I'm sure for guys it's hilarious because they like fucking put their name in the ice or whatever. But we're just we're just trying our hardest. You know how like when you're in a public restroom at a restaurant and you try to like not have the horse stream? You're like, I'm a delicate little peer. My pee comes out like <laughs> But when you get home, you're like, So I'm trying to just let this thing rip like a fucking fire hose to break the ice so I just want to put my tampon. But I don't. I just gotta take my tampon out because the guy that gets paid $30,000 a year and is probably a felon uh, yelled at me in front of the entire job site for having tampons. Hey Brett, I know this is you! Ain't nobody else got these things, you're clogging the shitholes! raised you right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for yelling that. Good. Um, since we're shouting, where do you want them? <laughs> There's a dumpster right there. <laughs> cool. I'm now the Steve Kerr of baseline jumpers. I'm fucking soaked tampons. Just every time. Sinking fucking freeze. I, uh, I do a lot of task rabbits, so I like typically get asked by women to come and fix their man's mistake of wanting their television. You guys are too proud. You guys are just the men are just like. Bah, 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 bah. I'm looking. I'm looking for a stud, babe. I just gotta find one stud. There's a tool for that, sweetheart. They're also 16 on center. Okay. And they call me and I show up from TaskRabbit and men are just so emasculated. You? You're gonna mount my fucking TV? Okay. 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 I just go, yeah. Where do you want it, you little bitch? Thank you guys for coming. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Cassidy Kulhanik. Yeah, if anyone wants to just keep up with me on Twitter, I'm Heavenly Grandpa on there. Yeah. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast was produced by me. Our theme song is Type of Wound by Natalie Grace Alford. New episodes come out every Monday, and our live show happens every third Tuesday of the month at the Lincoln Lodge Theater. If you like what you hear, please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week. Hey, I'm